everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about why you need a holistic approach to weight loss. This is so important. I hope you hear this because most people are approaching their weight loss without a holistic approach. They're really just saying, I'm gonna cut the calories down or eat differently and I'm gonna force myself to do it through willpower. Willpower and eating is usually most people's approach to weight loss. It's not enough, it's not enough. If that worked, you would already have done it. Okay, we need a bigger, more comprehensive approach. And to really appreciate, we need to zoom out a little bit and look at your weight loss. Um, the reason you've struggled to lose weight is not because you don't know what to do. It's not that you don't know you shouldn't eat the ice cream, the cookies, the pizza, whatever it is. The problem is you get into certain moods where you don't give a shit what you eat. And it's this, this factor where your moods are at, uh, how you feel energetically, where you're at emotionally, where your mindset's at. These are the biggest drivers of what you're actually going to eat, not knowing what or not you should and shouldn't eat, you see? So once we understand that it's how we feel, physically, mentally, emotionally, that's the biggest driver of our weight because that's controlling what we're actually going to put in our mouths moment to moment. Again, right, I just let me say it one more time. You know what you should and shouldn't eat, right? That's not the problem. If you were a robot and you just programmed in what you're gonna eat all day and then you just ate that, you'd have very little troubles losing weight. The problem is you know what you want to eat and what you don't want to eat, but then you get into the situation where you have to say no to it or choose the right food and you find yourself choosing the wrong food. And so we have to realize that's not a knowledge problem. It's a inside physical, mental, emotional problem. And we need to learn how to deal with it on that level. And to do that, you need to have a more holistic, comprehensive approach to mastering your weight. Knowing what to do is not enough. We need to know how can I get myself into the place where I'm mentally, emotionally, physically in the right place to make the right choice. And so that it starts, a holistic approach starts by appreciating that, that, that just knowing what to do and trying to force yourself to do it is not enough because we're in a bad mood. You don't care if you're not supposed to eat ice cream. Who gives a shit? I'm gonna eat it anyways. So we need to start coming up with strategies for how can you put yourself into the best position possible mentally, emotionally, physically, so that you choose the right foods. And now we open ourselves up to a broader picture where you can influence yourself in a much more powerful way. So here's the good news. Don't feel overwhelmed by this, right? This is, I'm, I'm gonna explain to you, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom here. Knowing what to eat's not enough, knowing how to get yourself to do it is, and it's easier than you think. So when we look at this, we wanna recognize that there's a mindset factor and a lifestyle factor and an eating factor. But the big ones are the mindset and the lifestyle in terms of how you feel. And so the mindset piece right off the bat is firstly to realize that you don't need to do this all at once. I think the biggest mindset mistake people make when it comes to their weight loss is they think of this as a short-term thing. They just wanna get it over as quick as possible. They lose the weight as fast as they can. And that sets them up for failure because as soon as you think you're, you got this time limit you're up against, you start to rush and you start to try to do everything all at once and it's overwhelming to you. And any little mistake feels catastrophic. So the first thing you want to do is realize you're really on this path forever because how long do you want to keep the weight off for, right? Forever. So this is a forever path that you're going to be walking. So there's no pressure. There's no rush. There's just getting it right one time so that you can live at your goal weight for the rest of your life. So that's the first piece, <clears throat> excuse me, is changing your mindset so that you can see this is a forever path I'm walking. I don't need to rush it. I don't need to overwhelm myself. I'll just do a little bit at a time. The lifestyle piece, though, is the big one. And this is the one I find most people overlooking the most. Because when you focus on your lifestyle and making it better and more congruent with the weight you want to live at, this is where I think you'll find the biggest shift can happen. Because again, if you've been ignoring the lifestyle piece and just trying to force yourself to eat the right foods, 
nothing's really changing, okay? But when you start focusing on the lifestyle piece, you start to transform from the inside out into a better version of yourself. And a better version of yourself is more relaxed and calm, is thinking more clearly, has less unhealthy cravings, has more healthy cravings, has more balanced moods, has energy, and has a clear mindset where you can think clearly. So that's what we want. Because if you had those things, weight loss becomes much, much easier. Because again, knowing what you should do is gonna stay the same, but your ability to get yourself to do that goes way up. And that is the biggest thing that's gonna shift um, your weight, the way you want it to go. So when we talk about lifestyle, let me list it in order of importance that I believe is gonna get the most value um, as you focus in on it. First thing is proper sleep, get more sleep. Second thing is to drink more water, stay hydrated at the proper level. Third thing is to relax more, start to calm down. And fourth thing is to breathe. Those things that kind of intertwine, breathing and relaxing go together. The more you breathe and relax, the easier your weight loss is going to be. Uh, fifth step is to nourish your body, right? Put good nourishment into your body. Feed your body what it craves and wants so to operate on the highest level. Um, fifth step, sixth step is movement, moving your body more. It right? doesn't have to be intense exercising, just literally moving more, anything, walking, chores, simple things all the way up to obviously exercising. Uh, seventh step is meditation, getting that mind of yours to quiet down a bit, um, getting more control over it so it starts thinking the right thoughts. And when you are not thinking the right thoughts, you're aware of that and have strategies to deal with that. And then finally is gratitude, to start feeling more grateful for the body you have and what you have in your life now, and then building on that as a foundation. So this becomes the lifestyle pieces that if you start to focus on these as well as changing your eating, What's going to happen is you start to transform yourself from the inside out into the person you want to be that's able to eat the way you want to eat to achieve the weight that you want. But again, this is a more holistic approach. Don't be overwhelmed by it because if you're like, oh, all that stuff. No, these are things that make you feel good instantly, right? The weight loss, if we just focus on eating, usually what happens is, well, you may lose weight at somewhere in the future, but that time from changing your behaviors of eating to when you get the weight loss sucks. <laughs> when you bring in the, the lifestyle piece is what happens is you feel good instantly, right? The, the day you wake up from a night of good sleep, you feel instantly better. The moment, the day you hydrate yourself properly, you feel better. When you relax and breathe, you feel better. When you nourish yourself, you feel better. All of these things make you feel better instantly. And that's what we want, right? Instant gratification. That's how you get it. And you become a better version of yourself who's now able to actively follow the eating plan that you know is gonna give you the weight loss results you're looking for, all right? So I hope this helps you out. Think bigger, right? Don't just think about the eating part. Zoom out a bit and look at the bigger picture of where are you at your best, right? How do you create that version of you that's able to eat the way that you wanna eat? And when you start looking this way, I think it's gonna be very helpful. Uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Answer me, we're on a Monday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Day before Halloween, right? Mia says do a fast. Well, maybe, maybe, oh, she said it twice, twice do a fast. Um, what's the first step I can take when I can't seem to suppress my hunger? Yeah. So if you can't suppress your hunger, this is a great example, right? This is kind of what I was just talking about. Taking a more holistic view, one of the values of that is that you start to see the bigger picture. I find a lot of times a weight loss, people really just jump in and saying, okay, I'm going to cut my calories down. And even on a deeper level, it's like you want to be hungry, right? Because you associate being hungry with weight loss. And so when we start to look at the bigger picture, we can start to be more strategic in preventing the problems. So when you say, I can't suppress my hunger, I don't want you to suppress your hunger. You shouldn't suppress your hunger. That's not a good long-term strategy. What you wanna do is you wanna manage your hunger. 
And the easiest way to manage your hunger is to nourish your body. You're hungry for a lot of reasons. The biggest one probably is that you're not nourishing your body properly, right? We got macronutrients, carbs, fats, um, protein, and we've got micronutrients, all the vitamins and minerals that your body needs. If you don't get enough calories in your body, your body sends you a hunger signal because it thinks if you eat, you're going to get the calories, okay? But it also, if you don't get the nutrients your body needs, your body sends you a hunger signal. But what your body doesn't know is that we live in an environment where we can eat lots of calories and get very few nutrients. So a lot of people are walking around with micronutrient deficiencies, which is part of the reason why they feel constantly hungry, right? You're not eating enough nutrient variety and density in your diet to feel satisfied, right? So that's a big piece of it. So we don't want to suppress hunger. We want to manage it. We want to figure out a way where you can eat um, where you don't feel hungry all the time and you're losing weight. How do you do that? Look up calorie density. You can look up volumetrics. It was, was a kind of a diet philosophy based on this idea. But understanding calorie density is crucial, right? If you want to lose weight, you've got to understand calorie density because that's the royal road to mastering your weight because it allows you to reduce calories while staying full and feeling satisfied. That's the most important thing. You're never going to be able to master your weight if you think you have to be starving and hungry in order to do it. You do not. And it's a shitty strategy because the hunger is always going to win out, right? Because it's not just a hunger signal from your body. It affects every sense organ you have, right? Your eyes start to focus in on food. You start to hear people opening chip bags from across town. You can smell every, you know, everyone's cooking dinner. You can smell all of it. So it's very difficult to think that you're going to be really hungry and not eat. That's a bad strategy, okay? Instead, work to manage your hunger. So you keep it at a level where you can um, stay in control, right? Very important. So yeah, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I know we're, we're here in uh, Halloween time. I don't know if people think about weight loss right now. A lot of times this is, I find this is one of those times where people uh, kind of zone out on the weight loss <laughs> for another couple of days. I'll get a lot of people. It's always like this in November. The first week of November is surprisingly a big week for people. It will be next week. So, you know, the first official week. Next week's always a big weight loss week because I find a lot of people, they kind of get over the, the Halloween part. They've been eating candy for six, seven days a month. <laughs> and uh, now they got a choice, right? You're either going to do something before the new year or you're just going to ride it out till January 1st. Forget it. I'm going to, I'll skip it until then. So it's an interesting time in the weight loss world. Uh, I, I find it, but uh, I hope you're not eating too much candy, right? It's, uh, you know, the, the more candy you eat, the harder it is. And that's what's happened, right? They, they got the Halloween candy out in August now. And so it's very easy to start eating Halloween candy through September into October. Um, now you're on a bad path and now you're eating candy, the leftovers until November. And now it's almost Thanksgiving. Now you're eating Thanksgiving and now it's holidays. Oh, now it's all the holiday cookies and foods and all this stuff. And next thing you know, it's January 1st. You've got four months of shit eating behind you and you think January 1st rolls around time to snap into my diet. <laughs> it's not. Now's the time to snap into your diet and eat candy gasp how could you do that right how could you possibly eat candy and still be on a weight loss path right i'm all or nothing it's one or the other it doesn't have to be right it could be all or something you know and this would certainly be a something time it is for me because yeah the candy's out and so i'm eating more candy than i normally do but i'm still on my my path because i have a path that allows for that you know if your path is sugar i eat all the sugar right no sugar <laughs> that's a shitty path i'm letting you know unless it works for you and then ignore me but if your goal is to not eat any sugar but you're eating lots of sugar and you can't get yourself to eat no sugar and you've been trying that for 10 years uh might be time for a different plan <laughs> 
Laura says, do you recommend any books to help change mindset for weight loss? Um, that's a good question. I'll be honest. I, I really have had to compartmentalize those two, meaning I read a lot of, I read a lot of like psychology books, um, everything. Obviously my, my, my foundation is neurolinguistic programming, NLP, hypnosis, mindset, meditation, that sort of work. Um, but then there's, you know, literally they've done so much, you know, experiments lately on the psychology of behavior, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy is good. So what I'm saying is that it's like, you have to kind of study psychology almost in its silo. And then I study a lot of like weight loss books in their silo and the, the combination, the overlap of the mindset of weight mastery, it's slim pickings. You know what I mean? That there's stuff out there obviously, but it, it's slim pickings. I've found more often that I'm reading psychology and then weight loss in their own things and then kind of combining them together. Um, I would have loved to have just learned this stuff from someone. I've been on a 30 year path myself, 20 years professionally of, of really creating um, a mindset approach that I think works. I, I don't see a lot out there that works, you know? So I wish I, I'm not giving you a very satisfying answer because I don't have an answer for you. The best weight loss mindset book I've read. I can't, nothing comes to mind. There was a lady, um, her name is Beck. Her last name's Beck, and I'm forgetting her first name. But she was the daughter of Aaron Beck, who created Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. And she wrote a whole weight loss book, which was pretty good, you know? And I, so you'd have to look that up. Look up, I believe the word thin was in it, but, but look up Beck weight loss book and you'll find it. Um, but that was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm not good to ask for this because I just feel I've never read anything that's really scratched all the itches I have for that subject. Um, and I have some good suggestions of books I'm going to check into. So maybe there's some new ones that have come out that I just haven't found. But yeah, I've felt that I've had to come up with my own kind of path here, which is a blessing and a curse. You know, I think it's good. I like that. Um, my path has been created by working with people. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. And so... Um, I think that would do it. Jim, I think you would like Brain Over Binge Book. Okay, that sounds good. I feel like there, there's one, there's another, something about a cupcake. I got them written down. I got my little notes everywhere and I got a, I'll be honest, I usually read about 50 books a year and I've been doing that for a long time. The last couple months, I have not been doing very good. Um, it's been a, it's been a couple tough months for me, to be honest. I broke my foot and just things going on, but, um, Oh, Brain Over Binge. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do have that written down. You might have told me. Caitlin Hansen, right? So I got that right there. So I'm going to get that book and check it out because I, I love that stuff and I love reading it. There was another one and it had cupcakes in it. And I, I forget what that is, but I'm going to read that one too. Something about cupcakes. But yeah, like I said, there's just not a lot. You know, when you think about weight loss in our culture, it's usually diet oriented and it's usually someone giving you like a plan, you know? Um it's like, oh, eat this. This is this is the most optimized diet to lose weight fast, right? And so everything's kind of built around that concept. There's very little out there that's really about the mindset of becoming a thin, healthy person, you know? And uh, I don't find a lot of that. That's what I find, you know? Sorry to hear your struggles. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, hey, it's life. Uh, there, there's easy and, and hard times, right? And this was, it was a, it was fun. You know, it's fun. I'll, I'll tell you, it was, it wasn't even all bad stuff. Like, like a break of my foot sucked a lot. Um, that was hard, but, uh, then it was just a lot of busy stuff. I was coaching my kid's soccer team, which I love doing. We had our last game yesterday. It's kind of sad cause I've done coaching that age group. So now that that's in the past now, but it was, it was fun. Even though it was cold and rainy, 
but uh but it's just a lot right it was it was doing that and i do nonprofit work I, I don't know it's just a lot of stuff lately but anyways um now i'm kind of i'm zoning back in on work and i'm, I'm so excited so excited uh, i got a lot of cool stuff with work happening um so which reminds me so if, if you're here and you're not in my world go to my bio click the link and get the hypnosis session i give you okay it's the new thin me it is a weight loss kickstart session and then you get in my world i give you a training three steps to master your weight it's really really good and then i email you really valuable content every day. So I got, I got good stuff coming your way as well that I'm working on. I'm redesigning part of the program in terms of the workbook. I'm making it way simpler. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. Uh, and yeah, so there's a lot of cool things happening. But yeah, it's just been, a, you know, just a time in life where focusing on everyone, you know, a lot, a lot of outward focus and now it's narrowing down a bit. So I'm excited about that. But uh yeah, but how are you all doing, right? So I was curious to know. I, I love knowing. I love, like, I'm fascinated with the psychology of weight loss. And it's funny. I've been doing this for a long time, so I see kind of macro patterns as well, right? So we all know, obviously, like January 1st, right? That's a big, you know, culturally, right? A lot of people all say, that's it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose the weight. But there's a lot of micro patterns um, in the in the world, especially America, with, with how people get involved with weight loss. Because I'll see it, like, you know, I'll, I'll like opt-ins and sales and, and, and people joining my program and all the rest of it. And, and sometimes it's really goes, start going crazy. And then sometimes it kind of, you know, eases off. And uh, around right now, around Halloween, before Halloween, it eases off. <laughs> Just like obviously during the holidays, right? Like a, like a, a week or two before Christmas, it kind of evens off a bit, you know, slows down a little because people are in Christmas mode. You know, they want to think about weight loss, you know, fair enough. Um, I get that. But uh but it, it's you got to be careful of that because I think it's good to have that sometimes for sure. Like I go into ho holiday mode and that's some of my more kind of looser eating of, of the years right there. Um, vacations, obviously. But uh, with you got to watch out in this culture because they're trying to make it. They're trying to make the entire year about eating. You know what I mean? It's constant, right? It never ends because Halloween's not even, you know, when growing up, it used to be a day or two. Right. And now Halloween candy's out in the stores. Um, you know, in August, <laughs> you know, and then, uh, you know, then it's on to the Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and then, okay, January, you got a month and then it's Valentine's day. Right. And then it's St. Patrick's day. And, uh, it's just constantly all the food constantly in your face. And what happens is it starts to feel like, well, if I don't eat it, then I'm going to miss out on it. It's only once a year. Yeah. But it's always once a year, something, you know? And so it's just more conditioning to get us to overeat uh constantly you know that's what we're up against in this society there's so much money made off of selling food you know it's like the the number one drug if you want to think of it that way <laughs> not that you have to but uh you know some food stuffs are are like drugs practically you know and so they're constantly you know shoving them down our throats this is the first holiday season i have zero noise nice zero concern about what i'll be eating that's great don that's so super yeah i've had a great you know it's funny i was just saying like as, as struggling things have been, you know, and I, I don't mind when life gets tough because I look at it as like a stress test on my habits, you know? So, because, you know, listen, well, the program yourself did anyways, a big part of the program is the lifestyle habits. And so when you first start to implement those habits, it's a more of a conscious thing, right? You have to remember to do them, right? They're not, it's not a pattern yet. It's not ingrained yet. And so when all of a sudden I break my foot and I'm coaching, I'm doing all this stuff and I'm just like kind of full force going there, I like to see which habits hold on and which ones kind of fall away a little bit just to see where that line's at. And um, 
I've been doing these habits for so long now, and some of them I've really been into that they remained. Even now that that lesson, I'm a little bit of meditation, I, I meditate less a little, like the sessions are shorter, but I, consistency was always exactly the same. And that consistency is really so powerful, right? Consistency, I really think is, it's the number one thing missing from most people because most people aren't building their weight loss approach for consistency. You know, let's say, oh, my big problem, Jim, is I can't be consistent. Well, is it that you can't be consistent or is that what, let's talk about what you're trying to be consistent with. You're trying to go from, you're not really ever thinking about your food and changing it. You're always thinking about weight loss and what you shouldn't eat, but I'm talking about like, you're either in it or you're out of it, right? You're all or nothing. And so you're not really thinking about your eating or, or controlling it. And then all of a sudden it's going to be a Monday and now it's no carbs, no sugar, 1200 calories. You're trying to control all of it. And it's so overwhelming that it's like, it's, it's, you're not, it's not built to be consistent with is what I'm saying. And your expectation that you're going to be able to be perfect with it is silly, but that's what you, you get in this trance that it seems normal, but it's not. And so if you stop blaming yourself for not being consistent, instead of start looking at the plan you're trying to be consistent with and make it easier to be consistent with, you're going to get way better results. <laughs> and I'm an example of that. Because again, my life, I went, it didn't fall apart, but all of a sudden things just got kind of wild. And it's like, you know, you're, I'm just relying on my habits. It's survival mode. I'll be honest. It, it was a survival mode, not in a bad way. I mean, broken the foot, that, that sucks. But it, like life's fine. It's just really busy. And you go into kind of the survival mode where you're just like doing what you can to get through the days. Um, but my, my habits still maintained. And because my, my habits maintained, a lot of my eating stayed pretty stable. You know, again, the, the habits are the, the key thing, I think, that dictate your weight in the long term because they dictate your eating, what you eat. Um, excited for coaching. I need to frame the scale. I have journaling and keep asking the why question. Need your help. Oh, yeah, Jody. I, I love talking about that. I, I love, love, love. I love reframing the scale. It's one of my favorite things to work on people with because... Most people have a very, I think that's a great example of why it's so important to learn how to program your subconscious mind, how to run your own brain. Because a lot of people with the scale, they have a very unhealthy relationship with the scale, right? And it's very triggering for them. And so I can't use the scale. It just totally discourages me or throws me off track, right? And they just say that as if that's the only way it could be. And so there's no sense that you're the one who's in control of how you think about the scale. You're the one who gives the scale its meaning. And so let's give it the meaning that's going to support you the best, right? Now, I say that as you can use a scale or not use a scale. It's up to you. But I'm talking about people that, that are going to use the scale. I find they regularly use it very poorly, right? They'll weigh themselves once a week. Bad idea. And uh, then when they step on the scale, they're at the mercy of it. No strategy with how to deal with whatever that number shows up with, you know? And so, of course, you can change how you feel about the scale. You can change how you feel about anything, you know, but you probably don't realize that. And so you're just at the mercy of it, which really is just one example of you being at the mercy of a whole lot of things when it comes to your weight. You don't know how to change your feelings about food or how you think about food. You don't know how to influence your emotions. You don't know how to change how you think. You don't know how to influence your behaviors. <laughs> you know, like I'm not saying this to be, I'm not being cavalier about it. It's just, it's true. You're never taught how to change your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors permanently. You, you never learn that. You've got willpower. And you just try and force yourself to do different things. And it works for a little bit and doesn't work for long. And you're flummoxed. You know, you don't know what to do. Um, what you end up doing is you blame yourself. What's wrong with me? Why can't I follow this strict plan? You know? But uh, I'm telling you, it's not your fault. I'm telling you and I'm telling you. You know? Um, 
So yeah, that's why I always say, get in my program. I'm redoing that training too, Three Steps to Master Your Weight, which I got the Weight Mastery Pyramid, which is the shit, because it's like you, you got no strategy, you just got willpower. But when you understand the deeper understandings of what's going on here, the deeper levels of what's influencing your behavior, you, you, it's like you, you, you get access to a lot more control, I guess, is that how I'd put it, right? Because right now it's like you're just, I don't know, you're not even driving it, but you're kind of like the driver of a runaway train. You know what I mean? Like you're there watching what's coming towards you, but you have no ability to slow it down or steer it in a different direction. You know, isn't that how it feels for you? You think about weight loss 24 hours a day, but you can't, you can't make it happen because you don't know how to change your behaviors in any sort of consistent way. You know, that's because you've never learned how to change your behaviors in a consistent way. You can do it. <laughs> no one ever thinks about weight loss like something you practice. I love those videos. Those are my favorite videos to make that like being thin and healthy, you got to practice being thin and healthy, you know? So it's like, you know, you, I, I made a video about this. It's like, you know, you can only do your best when it comes to weight loss, but your best isn't that good. You know, like, like dieters are really famous for overestimating their best. This idea that you're going to wake up some Monday and be perfect with whatever your plan is until you reach your goal weight is so... It, I mean, I don't know. What's the word? What's the word for that? <laughs> what's the word for it? That if you have tried a hundred times to get up on a Monday and eat perfectly until you reach your goal weight, it hasn't worked. But then you think next Monday is going to be the day and it happens. I mean, I don't know. Is it delusional? I don't, I don't mean that word. It's not, it's a different word. But once you realize that and you say, oh, I need a better plan. Now you're on a new path. You know, you got to get off the diet path. If you've been on the diet path for decades and it hasn't worked, why would it all of a sudden work? Like, I, you know, and this is your life we're talking about. This is your life at stake. So I think it's important. Um, Bailey says, yep, mad all day. I did not binge, but it was an emotional roller coaster, mostly mad at reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. And that's normal. You know, like, again, when we stop, like, trying to ignore or fight against our emotions, I think, you know, it's funny. I was, I was talking to, like, like, the last couple months, really, have been hard for me. But like they've been hard for me in one sense, but they were, I'm really happy with how I went through them, you know? And part of it is that a big part of this process for me is like interfacing with my emotions, you know? Not trying to avoid them or ignore them and not trying to control them. But, because I always say, like, I, I'm not an emotional master. I, I don't know, like, like, I don't know if someone, I don't know who you'd call an emotional master, but someone who really is good with emotions They'd probably talk to me and say, you're, you're messed up. You're screwed up. Maybe that's true. I don't know. So that's, this isn't really my wheelhouse. But I will say that like all this emotion I used to have, oh, thanks for the rose, all this emotion I used to have that was leading me to binge drink and overeat all the time, just do dangerous shit and dumb shit, all that emotion from my dad dying, right? I died when I was nine. He, I had all this anger, this sadness, this all this just roiling emotion. And I had no way to deal with it. My mom, God bless her, she just wanted me to feel better. So her thing was, I just don't want you to be upset, you know? But, but and I, I again, we do it the best we can. But what, what happened is, okay, always distract yourself, right? Well, then you get like this big, you know, this feeling of doom almost, right? That there's all this emotion, you don't know how to deal with it. So it's like, not only is it the negative emotion, but now you get this fear that you might have to feel it too. And it creates so much stress, or it did for me anyways, it creates so much stress and anxiety in me that I went to the alcohol, the food, you know, just numbing behaviors to deal with that, to, to try and deal with it. And so learning meditation, yoga, especially hypnosis as well, to be calm 
and relaxed in the presence of all of these emotions was amazing. Now, I'm not saying I figured out how to get rid of the emotions necessarily, but by facing the emotions, I did get rid of the, the fear. I no longer was scared to feel them. I keep my, you know, I manage my state, stay calm, relaxed, centered, present in the moment and whatever, what, what emotions want to come for me, you know? And I just say present with them. That was, I, I always say that, that to me is the very core of what allowed me to become the person I am in front of you now, you know? That led to me being able to eat better, live better, lose weight, stay on this path. Without that piece, I don't think any of this stuff would have lasted. I could have forced, I did. I forced myself to act different. I always go back to it because that core thing was still there. So I'm a big believer in being able to be present with your emotions, not control them either, right? Because control them is like another thing. Like, oh, I'm scared to feel sad. And so I'm going to control it. I'm not going to feel sad. You know what I mean? And this weird control thing I think is no good. But I think being present with these emotions I have found to be very helpful. I'm not trying to not feel sad. I'm certainly not trying to feel sad, but if I feel sad, I sit with it. And what are the thoughts that create the sadness? I sit with that. And it just kind of, it passes through me as all I, I don't know, that's the best description I can feel. I feel the sadness. I don't love it, but I feel it. And it just kind of works itself through. And then I feel a lot better because now I'm not scared of that sadness and that sadness is kind of dissipated. And I found the same thing with stress, you know, anger, all, all these different intense emotions. Because I think a lot of people walk around, they don't know how to deal with the emotions that are inside of them, you know? And um, that drives them to eat, drink, drugs, whatever they're doing, you know? Without the program, it would have been the same old, same old. Yeah, the hypnosis meditation equals solution-oriented. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we need to, like, you all, me included, all of us humans, I believe, we need to practice being solution-oriented, We've all got challenges and problems in our lives, you know? And what happens is we all have a negativity bias. We've evolved to recognize the negative things more and more powerfully than the positive things, right? If 100 people say something nice to you and someone says something not nice to you, which one do you remember, right? So this is hardwired. You can't change this. This is just how it is for all of us. And so um, what we have to do, though, is we have to build in a strategy to mitigate this, to deal with it. And the strategy, you know, that we use in the program is to intentionally carve out a minute a day to be solution oriented, you know, solution oriented. That's the key thing. All right. Um, Bailey says, everyone, uh, honest, the real deal. Listen to him. Yep. Yep. Press fit. Love to start my day with hypnosis. Keeps me on track. That's awesome. Yeah. Press. Are you in the program? I don't, I don't know. I never know people's usernames here. Um, yeah. Are you in the, cause in, in programming yourself, then, um, there's your, your day's kind of bookended with hypnosis sessions. So you have a five minute, I deliver the program through the phone. So every morning you wake up, there's a little, little message from me. You click it and you go to your five minute hypnosis session. And so you start each day with a five minute session. You start calm, relaxed, centered, and then you're getting all this positive stuff put in your head because each session has a, a weight loss mantra in it. And so it starts to help you start thinking like a thin, healthy person. And just that five minutes in the morning, put you on a whole different path for the day because you're more relaxed, you're more calm, you've got good stuff running through your head. You tend to make better choices just from that. And then at night, there's a 10-minute sleep gnosis session um, with a core weight loss mantra to kind of bookend your day. But it starts putting your head into a completely different space. You know, it, it starts to implement a thin, healthy mindset. You know, so that's, that's a big part of the program. But yeah, it, it feels better because it, it, you know, and that's another thing too, we always learn through contrast. Most people that come into the program are stressed to the max. 
most people are kind of stressed to the max. If you're stressed out in your life, it's really hard to lose weight because it's really hard to make good food decisions consistently when you're stressed out. You know, you, um, when you're stressed, that's your par that's your sympathetic nervous system, your fight, flight, or freeze nervous system. And that nervous system is an impulsive state, you know? And so it's really hard. Um, it's really hard to make good decisions when you're constantly in this impulsive state, you know? And so once you relax and calm down and center yourself, you just see things differently. You're a different version of yourself and it's easier to make the right choices, all right? Um, Presta has been trying in the free one, but we'll be signing up shortly. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, you'll love it, you know, and it's great. Do it before the new year. You know, it's, that's why you'll be hearing that message in a couple of weeks here because I try to gear as many people. If there's anything I can tell you, because what I talk a lot about with people is kind of the conscious subconscious mind dynamic, right? So as a hypnotist and NLP trainer, I'm focused on your subconscious mind. And so you have two minds. You have a conscious mind, which is your logical, rational mind. This is the part of you that know, knows you, wants you to lose weight, knows you should lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, and tries to get you to do it. That's where your willpower is. This is your prefrontal cortex anatomically. And um, this is about 10% of your brain anatomically. The rest of your brain is your subconscious mind. This is the part of your brain that runs your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And so this is the part of your mind that you want to change if you want to lose weight for good. Because what most people do is they use their conscious mind to fight against and control their subconscious mind. And what we want to do is we want to program in new behaviors into your subconscious mind so they run automatically. And so this is to say that most of your behaviors are running on autopilot. Most of your eating behaviors just run on autopilot. You're not eating different shit every week, right? You're not eating different times of the day every day. You, you know what I mean? Like your, your eating runs in patterns. And so one of the big pat we got we got macro patterns, big patterns, and we got small patterns well one of the big macro patterns is to get to right about this time of year you reflect on your weight loss goals you set for yourself january 1st and you kind of go one of two directions you either say okay let me let me just see what i can do here these last two months of the year so i can kick off the next year with some momentum and some results or let me go to sleep i'll see you january 1st <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna ride this year out really enjoy myself it's basically it's just, a, it's the, the version of the weekly thing you do, right? You know how like the weekly thing comes and it's like, okay, Monday, tomorrow's the day I'm going to do it. And then Monday comes and you don't do it. And then, you know, you kind of ride it out and you're kind of half doing it the week, thinking about it a little bit. Then the weekend comes and you say, okay, forget it. I'm going to eat everything and I'll start Monday again. You know, so there, there's a weekly version of that and there's a yearly version of that. So what we want to do is we want to just change the behavior no matter what it is. And so the idea of starting, I always joke with people, even on a weekly level, I always say program yourself then the only weight loss program people start on a Friday, you know, because I, I get a lot of people joining on Fridays. And um, the reason why is because you're not following some strict meal plan when you start. You know, you're starting by, say it's Friday. Okay, that means tomorrow you're waking up and listening to a five-minute hypnosis session. People want to do that. It feels nice. And you start to feel good. And then you start making better choices. So it's the same thing here. You can start the program and still enjoy yourself for Thanksgiving, still enjoy holiday foods and eating and living while you're still actively becoming healthier and starting to set yourself up to lose weight, even if you don't lose any weight during that month. Holy shit, gasp. Imagine doing a weight loss program that you don't lose weight the first month. Who gives a shit? If it sets you up with a foundation that you like doing, that you're able to keep off forever, there's a great saying that most people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. You've got to change your time frame. 
So instead of thinking, oh, how much weight can I lose before the, the first of the year? Start thinking, how much weight could I lose so next year at this time, I'm 40, 50 pounds lighter and I'm set to go into the holidays just thriving, right? That's the mindset you need. You've got to change the way you're thinking, you know? And um, yeah, I think I'm one of the best at helping you do that. So again, if you haven't, make sure you go get my hypnosis session I give you, um, the new Thin Me. It's there. And like I said, I got a lot of cool free stuff too coming. And even during the holidays, I got a lot of cool stuff for you coming, you know? So I'm really excited about it. It's been about a year. I've been doing programming myself then. I've been doing it for 20 years. It's crazy, you know? And I've just, I keep tweaking and making it better, you know? It's always working on it, always making it better. And last year I'd redone it and now I'm offering that. But now I'm about to redo um, part of it again. It's going to make it even better. So, yeah, always working to make it better. But it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good program. All right. Well, then we'll get out of here. If anyone's got any questions, feel free to ask them. Yep. A Whopper meal combo. It's so easy. Just intermittent fasting from 7 p.m. to 1 p.m. the next day. I lost 50 pounds in eight months. Wow. Great job. Um, that's super. Yeah, eight months of that. That's super. 7 p.m. to 1 p.m. the next day. Um, it's not so easy, though. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's not... I want everyone to read that and be inspired, but also... Be inspired by people's success stories, okay? But you can't just be inspired by them because that approach may not be right for you, right? You might may well, you might work a job where you wake up and have to be in work for five o'clock, right? And good luck with that. You know what I mean? So again, you be inspired by people's success stories, but then instantly measure that against, would that work for me? Is that something I want to do? Because at this point, I know you've all tried intermittent fasting, right? And it works for some people, doesn't work for others, Okay, and so you do not need intermittent fast to lose weight. You do not need to do keto to lose weight. There's no diet out there that you have to do it that way to lose weight. All the diets work if you do them, right? But it comes down to does this diet work for me? So I use intermittent fasting. I do it 14 hours. I, I don't do it that long. I, I wouldn't like that, okay? Um, so that wouldn't work for me. But this is what I'm trying to say is that you all need to figure out a one-of-a-kind plan that works for you. And so stop looking at like a diet like that's the only thing. Because I'll tell you Whopper Meal Combo. So what you have to look at now is, it, and this may fit for you forever, okay? But understand that the excitement of losing weight is a big driver of motivation to not eat that time. So if you're internalizing, this is my new way of being. I like living this way. It's easy for me. It's enjoyable. I look forward to it. It fits me like a glove. Great. If you feel yourself slipping, you're like, oh, it's getting harder. I don't like this. This sucks. Then you got to start tweaking it so it works for you. Because... Losing weight's not the easy part. I'm not saying that. But losing weight is the easier part for most people than keeping it off. And the reason is that a lot of people trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And as soon as that scale stops going down, now they're like, well, I don't have the excitement of the weight loss to look forward to. I don't have the excitement of the food. Well, what keeps you going? And that, I think, is very important to think about because you want to set yourself up with an approach and a plan to master your weight that is easy and the way it gets easy is you build it around you and you get better at it, okay? So when I say, oh, you do intermittent fasting and it was hard, yeah, it's, it's most new things we do are gonna be difficult in the beginning, but there's a difference between like when it feels difficult, let me stick with it, it's gonna get easier, and holy shit, I hate this, right? If it's like, holy shit, I hate this, I don't wanna do this, you don't have to do that. You know, you, you can take small steps to move in that direction. Again, programming yourself then is built on long-term success, and so the beauty of that Yes, you need a little bit of patience because it's not about instant weight loss, but what it's built on is 1% better a day, which is manageable. 
You know, we will get 1% better than we were yesterday, 1% better the next day than we were. After a year of that philosophy, you're not 365% better, you're exponentially better than you were. And so it's a different paradigm because weight loss, really dieting has been so effective with their marketing that usually most people think weight loss, they think going on a diet. And a diet is one approach to weight loss. This extreme idea that you're gonna start on a Monday being perfect with your plan and be perfect till you reach your goal weight. That's a diet mindset, it's bullshit. That's why it doesn't work for 95% of the people long-term, okay? And so we need a different strategy. And that's what I'm always trying to share with you here is a different way to approach this. Well, the core difference you need to make is realizing that dieting is a short-term time frame. It's you code subconsciously, you think about dieting as a short-term time frame. All right. And so that's really important to realize that uh, you need to extend that. You need to start realizing, I don't want to just lose weight. I want to live at my goal weight forever. And I want to do it on near autopilot. I want it to be automatic. So I automatically do the things that keep me at my goal weight, you know, and I think that's really, really important. Um, So yeah, and once you do that though, then it becomes much more manageable. And you know, it's like, it's it, that's the normal thing, by the way. Like anytime you approach something you wanna get better at it, you usually give yourself more time, right? If you wanna play the piano, you don't go, oh, I gotta do this in a month, 10 hours a day, right? You, you, no, you realize it's a process over time. Weight loss is no different. You just, again, I was always saying like, dieters are delusional in the sense that you really are over overestimating your abilities. <laughs> don't take this the wrong way right but are does anyone overestimate their abilities more than a dieter i, I really this kind of hit me like a ton of bricks last week and i was thinking about this that i'm like holy cow dieters are crazy you know it, it's just I'll, I'll give you an example of what i mean right so it's like i, I watched this guy oh, this is gonna sound strange but there was a guy who used to play for the celtics brian scalabrini and um he was statistically like literally the worst player in the NBA, right? Seemingly big, slow, never played, never scored, never got, did much done, right? So everyone be like, oh, I'll beat that guy in one-on-one, -on -one, right? So he started doing this show where he'd play like all these different basketball players. And some of them were like college athletes, college basketball players. He'd destroy all of them, like like 12 nothing, all of them, right? And so it's like, he's always said like, I'm closer to LeBron James than you are to me, right? But again, the, the idea was that people have a way inflated idea of what they're able to do. And when it comes to dieters, I can't think of literally anyone who's got a more inflated idea of what they can do than a dieter. You know, don't take this the wrong way. Take this as an opportunity to gain some self-awareness. Uh, but again, the idea that you would be able to, like a Monday would show up and you'd be, because what do you want to do? Actually, write it down if you want to. I would love to know, what is your philosophy for losing weight? Like what diet, meal, philosophy do you believe you need to follow to lose weight, right? Because you believe you can only do it one way. One way works for you. I need to stop eating sugar. I need to stop eating carbs. I need to intermittent fast, right? Most people are kind of in that mindset. You may not be, but what do you believe you need to do in order to lose the weight? What do you think? I, I would love to know that. I'm always fascinated by what people think. And um, when you write it down, it makes it more real. <laughs> Don Don's way, a mix of all sorts of things. Yeah, eat a lot less. Okay, everybody says eat a lot less, right? But eat a lot less. Okay, so but and understand, low carbs, no sugar, two small meals a day. Okay, yep, that's that's an extreme one. Low carb, I'm noticing works best for me, but it's from what I understand, it's not the best for thyroids. Um, interesting. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about these real quick because you'll just see 
Cause this is what you're running around. Like in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, t today's Monday. I'm going to do it. Um, I got to start eating a lot less, right? Let's start with that one. That's so vague as to mean nothing. That's almost like, again, the flip side of that is someone who wants to work out. They say, I got I to gotta go to the gym. I say, well, when are you going to go? I don't know. I'm going to go this week. Okay, so you're just going to like randomly, spontaneously choose a time and then just go to the gym? No way. You've got to plan it, right? Um, because we have a thing called procedural memory. We do what we did, you know? And so it's like we do this, 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 this. Do you ever notice your days kind of run? Da -da 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 -da. You just do, you run them on autopilot. So to eat a lot less is basically you consciously saying every time you're going to eat, okay, I'm going to eat this, but I got to eat less of it. That's, that's, a, that's a hard plan. That's so vague. It doesn't mean a lot to your subconscious mind. You know, and what it's requiring is you being 100% conscious and aware of everything that you're going to put in your mouth. Understand the reason weight loss is hard is because it's behavioral change. And so to get a real understanding of why it's hard, it's very equivalent to like saying, I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand, brush your teeth with the other hand tonight. Notice how it feels. You can do it, but it takes way more conscious energy because you're, it's not automated anymore. Right? So you do it with one hand. It's just normal. You don't even think, think about it. You do it with the other hand. You have to think about it. That's what you're saying to yourself. I have to now, you're already overwhelmed in life. You're right at the max, right? Level, you're stressed. You're, you got all sorts of things going on. And now on top of that, you're going to control every single food decision you make from now until you lose the weight, which will be months probably. You're going to make every single food decision consciously. You know, that, that's tough. Um, low carbs, no sugar, two small meals a day. Okay, sounds great. That's probably the best plan that you could follow to get the fastest results. My question to you is, how long have you been able to get yourself to do that in the past? This isn't something you just learned about yesterday. This is something you've known about for a long time. It's the, if you're going to do it, that's your all, right? We're all, all or nothing, right? I'm either going to eat a lot less, I'm going to eat no low carbs, no sugar, two square meals a day, or I'm not going to think about that at all. <laughs> I'm either going to eat a lot less, or I'm going to eat a lot. I'm going to either eat low carbs, no sugar, two small meals a day, or I'm going to just eat lots of carbs, sugar... <laughs> And many meals a day. I'm, I'm joking, but I'm just, I'm making this a point that there's no middle ground. So what are the chances that you just be able to wake up on a Monday and all of a sudden from that point until you reached your goal weight, eat low carbs, no sugar, two small meals a day. What's the longest you've been able to do that for? Weeks, months, years? What's the longest? Because that's a really interesting question. And if it's only been a couple days, a couple weeks, why would you keep thinking that someday you'll magically be able to do that? That, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, low carb, I'm noticing works best for me, but it was, from what I understand, it's not the best for thyroids. Um, I do two fasts last week for 30 hours plus and didn't lose at all. I felt thinner though. Hypothyroidism, what can I do losing deal that's so hard and frustrated? Um, yeah, so that, that's a great point. A couple things. Two, two 30 hour plus fasts a week is an extreme plan. Is that what you want to do every week forever? Probably not. You did some extreme things. You just want to lose weight and you didn't even lose any weight. And so now fuck fasting, right? Now it's like, now you're mad at fasting. Let me know the next time you're able to get yourself motivated to fast again, okay? So again, what we're seeing here is all these um, banting, but I'm always miserable on it. I don't know what banting is, but um, that is, I'm always miserable and I know what that means. <laughs> and so notice we're getting all these extreme plans that we're either miserable on or we can't do that's how we got to lose weight. You see what I'm saying? It's like you have this idea, like this is what I got to do. I got to do this thing I've never been able to get myself to do. That's how I'm going to succeed. I have to do this thing I'm absolutely miserable on if I'm going to succeed. You see? So we need to take a step back and say, wait, no, there are other ways to do this. What if I, instead of, 
instead of doing low carbs, no sugar, two small meals a day, what if I start with lowering my carbs from where I typically am at? What if I do three small meals a day instead of three large meals a day maybe? Maybe I'll cut my sugar in half and only eat it after dinner, whatever. What I'm saying is instead of being all or nothing, what if you became all or something? So that you're always doing something and always getting better at it. And then sometimes you did it all when you're really fired up and motivated, but you're always in the game. Because isn't the problem that you're all or nothing and you're mostly nothing? You know, so we got to fix that. You know? Um, any recommendations for emotional eating? Oh, absolutely. All day long I'm talking about emotional eating. High protein, low calories. Okay, that's another tactic. Right? And again, I'm, I'm not blaming because we're, we're taught to think in tactics, right? It's not... It's not this, the tactic you're going to use, right? So we've seen some tactics here. No sugar, low carbs, 30-hour fast, high protein, low carbs, low calories. And so, again, that's a tactic. But what dictates whether you do that or not, right? So the tactic's the same. You've been trying the same tactic forever. But what's the difference between when you're actually following it and doing it and when you say, fuck it, I'm, I don't want to do it anymore, I'm done? That's what you want to start paying attention to. Right? Because what's probably happening is you're doing it for a couple days, maybe a couple weeks sometimes when you're really fired up and you can't keep yourself on that plan. And so we, we need to start looking at not what the best, fastest plan for weight loss is, but instead start looking at what's the plan that I can be most sustained. Sustain? What's the plan I can last the longest on? Right? So I always say this, instead of focusing on as soon as possible, we want to focus on as long as possible. That mindset shift changes everything. You know, and so if high protein, low calories is the goal, right? So, and, and again, because all these plans you're all saying, they're extreme overcorrections from where you're at. That's why it feels so hard. And notice the idea of going halfway there, it just feels on a, nah, nah, not, not for me. I'm a perfectionist. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it all the way, right? So that the idea of doing it halfway even is like, nah, I, I, if I'm going to do it halfway, why not go all the way, you know? And so again, I just, I just do this as, this is really just an exercise just to, help you reflect on your mindset and, and see what piece that is because we can't just stay focused on the perfect plan because the perfect plan that you don't do is not a perfect plan, right? We've got to take in the other side of the plan is, can I do this? Is this something I'm going to be able to do? Get myself to do it. Be consistent with exercise, food, drink, planning, and increase my protein intake. Yeah, but again, those are huge things, right? Being consistent with exercise feels overwhelming. So I'll tell you this with exercise. The best strategy for getting yourself to exercise more is to be more specific. I can't tell you how people, oh, I'm going to exercise more. And so all of a sudden you're just expecting that somewhere in the week you're supposed to say, oh yeah, I want to exercise more. I'm going to go now. You're not going to do that because you just run on autopilot. So your, your chances of exercising are going to go way up. If you say, I want to exercise more, what exercise do I want to do? I want to do the treadmill for 20 minutes a day. Okay, I want to do the treadmill for 20 minutes a day, every day. Well, that's going to be hard. Let's start with three days a week. I will do it when I wake up at 7.30. I will get on the treadmill for 20 minutes and I will walk that treadmill Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7.30. You see, now your brain has installed that into a space and time and now you got to remind yourself to do it, but now it feels it's manageable, it's specific. Your chances of success are going to go way up. If you're just relying on yourself, oh yeah, I'm going to start exercising more this week. No, you're not. Because when you say that, that's just a conscious thought. Same with, I got to eat, got to get myself to eat smaller portions. No, you're not because all you're eating is automatic. That's literally like saying, hey, from now on, I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. No, you're not because you're going to forget about it. And then you're going to do it. And you're going to be annoyed and frustrated. And then you're going to forget about it some more. <laughs> so it's like, this is the level you have to start planning for, you know? And so you need to remind yourself, you need to remember, you need to automate this behavior 
It's estimated we make over 200 food decisions a day. And so you tell me, do you have the, the, mental, the, the mental mindset bandwidth to just add another 200 decisions a day to your already full schedule of decision-making? You know, you're not going to do it. The second you get tired, bored, pissed off, sad, you're going to go into automatic mode and do what you always do and eat the same amount you always do. So I hope this helps out. I, I don't, it doesn't sound like too inspiring, but it's, I think it's important to recognize this stuff. Okay, what's the answer for a woman over 50 with hypothyroidism? I don't want to take Ozempic, et cetera. I got the answer for it. I'm going to tell you one second. I had so much motivation last year and lost a good amount. This year gained it all back, but can't get motivated again. Um, yeah, I get that. I get that, Llewellyn. You're you're like my main client. That That's everyone, right? 95% of people that lose weight on a diet, put it back on. The core reason is a couple reasons. Again, I was just saying this. Um, a lot of people trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And then you get finally to your goal weight. Now you don't have the food and you don't have the excitement of watching the scale go down. And you got this extreme diet that you, you don't want to keep up. That's a bad strategy right from there. So with Program Yourself, then we start with the maintenance plan. It's all built around living at your goal weight forever, not just getting there. Let me phrase it a different way. Most diets consider the goal weight as the finish line. Program Yourself, then we think of the goal weight as the starting line. Great, you're there and now let's maintain it forever. But we've been setting that up from the very beginning, okay? So, um, yeah. So it's it's a two it's a two for Lou. Um, first, you recognize how much better you felt last year. If you did, right? Did you feel a lot better when you lost the weight? Tap into that, and then go to work on the plan. The plan is probably too much for you. You probably don't like doing it, and so start tweaking that plan. Whatever you were following, I don't know what you did. Um, did you say what you did? Yeah, you had so much motivation. So I don't know what your strategy was to lose the weight, but I would start to look at that strategy and make it more um, appealing to you, right? Make it easier. Don't make it so extreme. Let me give you an example. Program yourself. Then we have a 5-2 model of how to eat. Five days clean eating, two days of pleasure eating, right? This is very important. You can't just have clean eating forever. I, good luck. Unless you've been working on, like if you're clean eating for the last 10 years and you want to make it cleaner, okay, you got a chance. If you've been kind of like, you're, you're eating this trash and it's like you're, you're eating a lot of sugar, processed foods, all the rest of it. And you think you're just going to start eating clean on Monday and then eat clean forever. It's, you're never going to do that. It's, it's just not going to work. Okay. Christ, am I saying that? Like, it doesn't, like when I said, I hope, I hope you're not going to, oh, I can do it, Jim. No, you can't. No, you can't. You, you can't. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> you don't need to do five, two. That's just, it's a, it's a philosophy. So you have to tweak it to, I started with one clean day, six pleasure days when I first started. Now I'm up to five, two. That's the sweet spot for me. It checks all the boxes. I love it. Um, but this all or nothing stuff rarely works for people. Um, okay. So over 50 with hypothyroidism, anytime you have a physical problem or challenge like menopause, hormones, thyroids, Hashimoto's, PCOS, insulin resistance, any of those physical challenges you're dealing with are real physical challenges. Those challenges change your biochemistry. They change your physiology in a way that can sometimes make it harder to lose weight. And so what you want to do is you want to have a strategy to counteract that. And that's where the lifestyle piece comes in. In your situation, you can't just cut calories. You can't even just, you can't even just change the calories probably. Okay, meaning you can't go from a, like a standard American diet to a more whole plant-based food diet. Even that alone may not get the results you want. Okay, it'll get you a lot further than just cutting the calories, but you might even more the lifestyle piece. And so what I would say, Katrina, to add is lifestyle habits in order of importance, proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And as you start to get these things into your life, you start to transform your body in a positive way 
that a lot of times the the thyroidism and all those other things kind of change in a negative way, you start to influence all the things in a positive way. The things being your hormones, your appetite signaling, your your satisfaction signaling, um, hunger signaling, uh, you know, food noises, your energy levels, your moods, your mindset, your clarity of thought, all of those things get improved with that. And so that is almost always the missing piece um, for people that are dealing with physical issues is they're, they're not focusing enough on the mindset piece. Um, get motivated again. Again, Llewellyn, you, you may be struggling to get motivated again because you don't want to do what you did. I don't. Did you write what you did? I don't see that. But um, if you, I don't know what you did. If you want to write that in, I could give you a little more probably insight. But it, a lot of times when people have lost weight on a plan and they can't stay on it, it's because it's an extreme plan they don't want to continue with. You know, um, keto's like this. Keto is, again, it's a great way to lose a lot of weight fast. It's a bad way to lose that weight long-term. That, that's just the facts. <laughs> There's always outliers, okay? But for the majority of people, it's not that ketosis and keto philosophy doesn't work. It's that they're not able to keep it up long-term. And, and they can't keep it up because they don't want to keep it up. They don't like living that way. Their quality of life is not good. Even though they're losing weight, they do not like eating that way. So you've got to take that into account. We can't just look at the plan that, well, it's the fastest weight loss plan is probably just water fasting. And I love that as an example because probably the fastest weight loss and the shittiest quality of life. So we, we've got to take into account your quality of life. You cannot just look at a plan as saying, that's going to be the fastest weight loss. So what? So what? If you lose 25 pounds in a month and put it on the second month, is that, what, what are we doing? You know, you've got to get yourself out of that fast weight loss. You're in such a rush. You probably haven't lost any weight this year. But it's such a rush, though. If you dedicated your, your the whole year to making small, strategic, systematic changes to what you're doing, you'd be in a completely different place right now. But you're never willing to just make the smart, strategic, slow changes. You just need to do it all at once because you're so impatient. You know, you've got to slow that down. I don't know how you could ever succeed with that mindset. I did low carb for a year, but when I started eating sugar and couldn't stop and I gained 50 pounds. Yeah, I, I get it. This is what I mean when we do the all or nothing. It's like, yeah, you can be super strict sometimes, even that's rare, but you can be super strict as long as the weight's going to come off. And at some point the weight stops coming off and your motivation disappears. Because now you're like, okay, now I can't look forward to the scale going down and now I can't have any sugar ever. And so you never learned. Again, alcoholics have a term for this. They call it dry drunks. And these are people that just stop drinking. But they don't do any of the, the deeper work to figure out what led to the drinking in the first place. You know, and so it's just this willpower. I'm just going to stop drinking, you know? And so it's like, I see dieters doing this all the time where it's like they just stop the thing, but they haven't changed anything inside. And so they, they put the weight back on, you know, because nothing ever changed. You never learned how to eat sugar in a moderate way. This is why we have clean and pleasure days and program yourself then. The pleasure days are more important than the clean days, right? Because you've got to learn how to eat for pleasure, your definition of eating for pleasure is just to eat fucking everything in front of you. And so it's like, well, I can eat no sugar or I eat all the sugar. Okay, well, is that does it have to be that way? For some people, yeah. Some people are so addictive that that's just how it is. But that's a tiny fraction of people. The vast majority of people can learn strategies so you can eat sugar occasionally. I eat sugar every week, but I eat it very moderately. I treat it like alcohol. And so I enjoy it when I do it, but it's very boxy. I'm not randomly just eating sugar all the time. I've got strategies I use for that, you know? I feel bad for you. I know it's hard to, again, you're like the main people I'm here for, the, the big ones are the people that have put all the effort and energy into losing the weight and then they put it back on. That's the people that, that bum me out so much because it's like, I forgot the friggin' microphone. 
<laughs> the uh, the people that that do all that they they, they are motivated. They they take action. The problem is you're taking shitty. You're taking good action with a shitty plan. The all or nothing is a shitty long term plan. I feel so bad for people to put all their energy into all or nothing plans because you can't be all or nothing your whole life. You're not going to be all or nothing. You're not going to live a life where you never eat sugar again. Why? Because for most people, that's a shitty quality of life. My quality of life goes down the drain if I can never eat sugar again. I don't want that. I want to be able to eat sugar moderately forever at my goal weight. That's my goal, you know? And so you need to redefine that goal. But I feel bad for you. Again, if anyone, I know I say this a lot, but, but it's, please do it. Go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session I give you. It's the new Thin Me. It's a kickstart session. Experience it. I'm one of the highest paid hypnotists for weight loss on the planet. It's 25 grand to work with me privately. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just giving you this session. So I don't give a shit. Oh, I tried hypnosis. Oh, I work with a local hypnotist. Listen, it's a different story with me, okay? And it's free. I just give it to you. But more importantly, watch the training I give you right after that. Three steps to master your weight. If I'm, if anything I'm saying is, is like, put some lights on, please go watch that training. Because it's a way, it does a way better job of explaining what I'm talking about than me. Um... But yeah, there's nothing worse than there's nothing worse than putting the weight on, losing the weight, and then putting it back on. Where's the training? So you go to my bio, um, go to my bio. Like so, if you click, there's a little picture of me up there. Click my face, and then I think you have to click another link, and then you go to my bio, my TikTok bio, and there's a link there. Click that, and it'll bring you to a page. You answer like four or five questions, so I can customize the session for you, and you can listen to the session and then, but it takes like, it takes like 10 minutes for my system to send it to you. So as soon as you like enter the information, you're brought to a page that has the training on it. Three steps to master your weight. It's about a half hour, but I'll break the whole thing down for you. And, um, and then I email you every day. I, I send you like, like coaching emails every day. So it's, um, I like to think my, my goal is my, my mission in life is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. And, uh, I like to think if I'm not, I like to think I'm, I'm, I give more free stuff away than anyone, you know, I'd give it all away. <laughs> I got, I got the Robin Hood model. My business is the Robin Hood model. It costs a lot to work with me. And so that frees me up to just do this. And this is how I set my business up last year. Um, that's why I do the podcast every day. That's up one and only. Um, that's why I do the podcast. I do these lives every day. I do This is a mission for me. To me, wait, wait is life and death. You know, my dad died at 54 of a heart attack. So this isn't just wearing a bathing suit to the beach. This is, a, I want you to live a long time. I want you to live as long as you, you can. And uh, so I like to think that I give more away for free than anyone. Like I said, I give it all away for free, but people don't value free stuff. <laughs> That's the hard part. I've been doing this a long time. I've given lots of stuff away for free, you know, and they just don't. Um, Dr. Ian Smith uses the five, two method as well. Five days of lower carb and two of higher Metflex author. Okay, cool. I never even knew that. Um, yeah, I mean, mine, mine, I can almost guarantee is, is a, a is much more different nuanced <laughs> reasoning wise. Um, but it's really valuable because, you know, like I, I'm not going to get into it. The five, two model in my book, the reason I build around that is it's really built around dopamine, you know, um, yeah, that's cool. I, I don't even know about him, so I'll check that out. Because anyone that does a five-two model, it, it's always funny. I'm always—it's a weird thing. I will tell you, I—I'm I, in a weird boat where it's like I don't like to seek out other weight loss people on one hand because I don't want to subconsciously use their stuff, um, but then on the other hand, I want to learn about it and, and share it with people and use it. You know, so 
Uh, anyways, that's interesting though. If they're a similar model, I'll check it out. But the five two model is is very valuable um, because for a number of reasons. I'm not gonna go into all of them now. I'm not gonna go into the dopamine reasons, but a lot of it's built around dopamine. There's so much psychology and science built into it. Yeah, Medflex, I'll check that out. Um, but the the five two model. One of the big things is the number one skill you need to master in order to master your weight is the ability to get back on track quickly. See, you're going into your weight loss thinking the, the thing you need is to be perfect, right? You're, you're always approaching your weight loss like in this endurance test, right? Like I'm gonna start day one and I need to be perfect for as long as I can to get to my goal weight. But that, that's, not, that's short-term thinking. You need to realize on a long time frame, on a long timeline, you're not, you, you cannot be perfect. It's impossible. And so the biggest thing you have to master is the ability to get back on track quickly. And that's what Program Yourself is really built all around that. The core part of the program, in addition to the hypnosis sessions, are the self-hypnosis technique I teach you. This is a one, two-minute technique you use. And um, it's really important that you start to... Uh, I just got distracted by someone said there. Uh, oh, yeah, they, 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 you're able to get back on track quickly. So the 5-2, the right? Five days of clean eating, and then when there's two days of pleasure eating, you're learning how to pleasure eat. That's really important. But after the end of two days, you're practicing getting back on track. So it's not a big deal anymore. I always say, like, you know, in politics, right? They always say it's not the crime, it's the cover-up. It's the same thing here. It's not the it's not the binge. It's what you do afterwards. And most people have no strategy to get back on track quickly. There's a lot of reasons for this, but, um, right? I mean, that's what happened to you. you. You got off track with your eating. This is specific to dieters, right? They call it the, the counter-regulatory effect, the what-the-hell effect, that as soon as you blow your diet, fall off the wagon, you're way off the wagon, you know, and so it's very important because uh, once you can get back on track quickly and sustain what you're doing, real, real important, you know. Um, yeah, so HLK says, yeah, Smith's 5-2 diet involves eating a normal healthy diet for five days every week and fasting on the remaining two days. Yeah, this is completely different than that. This is eating clean for five days um, and then eating for pleasure on two days. Now, again, you can shift those days up. I start at 1-6. Um, you might end up on a 4-3. It, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a philosophy. You need some ability to structure your reading. You need some, you need to compartmentalize your reading so your brain can like put it in its places. We can't have just random eating. There's no, <laughs> I don't think you're ever going to go from being overweight to being an intuitive eater. Like, like there, there's, you're not, you don't have the intu intuitions for that. And if you just rely on your intuitions, which is what no structure would, would, if you just like no structure, you're reading, you're just going to keep eating the way you've eaten. You, you'll never change it. It's kind of like someone who wrote, my plan is to eat less. Okay. <laughs> you need to give your brain very specific ways of visualizing and, and comprehending your eating so that you can start to strategically reduce the calories out of them. I hope that makes sense. Um, but yeah, fasting, fasting on the remaining two days, knock yourselves out. But, but I would not do that. I see, that's what exactly what I mean though. Like imagine like you eat well for five days and then the two days coming up on the weekend, you don't eat at all. And it's like, for most people, they're going to dread that. And that's your diet. Don't you ever find it interesting that you think about weight loss 24 hours a day, but you never actually start a plan, right? You're just stuck in perpetual thinking mode. And you never start the plan. Why is it? This isn't a trick question. Why do you think you never start your plan? You want to lose weight, so that's not it. What do you think the reason is? <laughs> Again, it's not a trick question. It's because you don't want to do your plan. It's because the plan you're thinking of fucking sucks, right? Oh, no sugar start tomorrow. Oh, yeah, okay. Not No, not this week because it's Halloween. Next week, okay? Well, what will be the reason next week? It's too extreme. 
Your all or nothing is too extreme of a jump to go from nothing to all. This is why you don't want to do your plan. So if you're going to start a plan where, okay, I start tomorrow and I get to eat for five days and then this weekend coming up, I don't eat at all. This is the literal exact opposite of my plan because my plan is, okay, here's five days of clean eating. I can do that knowing I'm already, here I am on Monday looking forward to what we need on Friday night again. So my looking forward to Friday and Saturday night is instrumental in this whole process. And this gets back to the dopamine because most of your food enjoyment is experienced in anticipation of eating the food. You have more wiring in your brain to get pleasure out of the anticipation than the eating itself. Because in the natural world, you needed more motivation to get the food than to eat it when it's in front of you. So again, it's very strategic, you know, but it's very easy. It's, well, it's much easier for me to eat well for the next five days. Now, again, tomorrow I'll eat candy and I won't eat as well tomorrow because tomorrow's an outlier day. But on a typical week, it's the same shit. Okay, back in a clean eating mode. It's kind of boring. It's not that great, but it's fine. Um, and I know on Friday and Saturday, I can eat what I, I, can eat what I want. You know, and so now I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I, that's a plan I can live with forever. Again, the opposite of if I had to fast on the weekend, I'd be like, oh, God, thank God I get to eat again today. But oh, shit, that's me, though. You know what I mean? If you love fasting those days, you do that. You know, do you hear about Unicity program for weight loss these days on TikTok? Yeah, that, that program's bullshit. That one is like, what is that? The, the supplement one? Right. That's that's the one. Listen, no supplement's going to make you thin, folks. There's no berries from a, a primordial forest that's going to make you thin. I promise you. OK, there's only one thing that's going to make you thin and healthy. It's changing your mindset so that you can change your behaviors. And that's it. There's one way and one way only. You've got to change your consistent behaviors. And the only way I've ever seen that work long term is by changing your mindset. You, the big problem you have right now is you have an overweight mindset, how you typically think when you're not thinking about dieting, and then you have a dieter mindset. You've got these two mindsets. This is it. And you just keep flip-flopping between them. You never learn how to have a thin and healthy mindset. Wouldn't you agree that's the problem? It ain't your genetics. You've lost weight before, right? It's not the genetics. You can lose weight if you cut the calories down long enough, right? The problem is you can't stay on the plan because you don't like it. You don't know how to think like a thin, healthy person. You know how to think like an overweight person. You know how to think like a dieter. And sometimes you're able to get that weight down by thinking like a dieter. And then you're like, oh shit, what do I do now? How do I think now? Can't go back to the old ways of thinking. Can't stay on a diet. What do I do? And this is where most people fall apart. This is why 90% of people put weight back on right back to where they were. They go right back to the default. Your default setting right now, if you're overweight, is being overweight. It's like you're like a thermostat. You know what I mean? It's set there. You don't like being overweight, but you got to agree you're familiar with it. You know how to get through the world as an overweight person, right? You know how to navigate your relationships and your life and, and different things as an overweight person. It, it's, it's the norm. It's the status quo now for you to be overweight. It, it's, it's part of the status quo to not like it too. I'm not, I know you don't like it, but, but it, it's easiest. It's the easiest thing, right? You start with the money, say, ah, fuck the diet. Tomorrow's third, well, Halloween, let's just whatever. So you just, you opt out of, I'm not going to change anything this week. Whew, right? It's a relief. Oh, all right. And that's what you want. That's what you keep defaulting back to. That's your overweight thinking. And so, yeah, you, you'll, sometimes you'll get motivated. Oh, I stepped on the scale. Holy shit. Oh, I saw the picture of myself. I can't believe I'm that big. You get really upset and you kick it into hardcore, hardcore diet mode for a while. Until what? Until you don't want to do hardcore diet mode anymore. And then what do you go back to? This. And isn't it interesting? It never blends. You could diet for a fucking year and it just goes right back to overweight thinking. It does, there's no middle thing it's all or nothing isn't that crazy that's the craziest part um 
I take in too much info, like I think too much food to eat, not eat, but yeah, too much info. That's a that's a curse for sure. But that that the too much info thing is really a sneaky procrastination technique. You know, again, I'm I'm letting you know right now. There's nothing you're gonna. You don't need to learn another. Well, you need to learn about your mindset, but you do not need to learn another nutritional piece of information at all. You know enough about what to do to lose weight. Okay, stop it. You know what you should and shouldn't eat enough to start losing weight. You don't need to learn another diet, another another thing. What you need to learn is how to think about it differently so that you want to do those things to make you lose weight, you know? And you need to build it around yourself, okay? So again, the diets are over corrections. They're, they're extreme, okay? And so you need to, you, you've got to um, stop looking at the diet as some magical answer. You try, You keep trying to force yourself into these diet plans and they're not a fit for you. Again, the metaphor is like trying to fit a, a square peg into a round hole. You know, these diets aren't made for you. They're too extreme over corrections and you can't stick with them. So you need to figure out a plan that works for you. That's the secret. Do your plans include all these concepts? Yeah, of course, Sophia. They're all built around this. Um, you get really like, so, so what I talk about, right? There's really three main parts to program yourself then. There's the hypnosis session. So you get hypnosis sessions sent to you every morning, and every night, five minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night. You listen to those, those program your mind. Um, I teach you the program yourself in technique. It's a two minute, one, two minute self-hypnosis technique. This is the most important thing. Cause again, understand this too. If you're into hypnosis, there's no hypnotist. There is no hypnosis program on the planet that is going to make you a thin and healthy person long-term. Yes. Hypnosis programs are out there that will help you in the short term. None of them are going to help you in the long term. Okay. They're a good supplement, a very, very, very powerful supplement, but it is not enough. You have got to learn how to program your own mind. You've got to, because I can give you general, really good hypnotic suggestions. And I give you, again, in the program, there's over 70 mantras that I install into your mind. They're really helpful and valuable. You are going to lose weight listening to those. But ultimately, you're the one that knows what your specific problems are, where they're showing up specifically, um, what you're thinking, what you're feeling in those moments. So you've got to understand how to program your own mind. It's easier than you think, but you've got to learn how to do this because you're the one who's in your actual environments and in your situations so you have to figure out how to program the right stuff into your mind and it's got to be specific to you this is why again working with me one-on-one -on -one, it's a lot again in the program i give you group group coaching which is the greatest deal on the planet that is not gonna be that price for long i'm telling you i'm about to raise it to two grand <laughs> i'm letting you know that now so if you listen to me for a while and you've been on the fence get it now because it's not going to be there I'm, I'm telling you and i'm telling you um, that'll be the cheapest. This is the cheapest you'll ever get to work with me. Again, even the, the coaching twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday, you get on the calls with me. I work with you individually at a time. It's a group, but I take time to work with you, get to know you and give you specific suggestions for you. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss. That's just 20 grand, 25 grand to work with me privately, right? And so I get to work with you for eight weeks intensely. Um, and then the third piece of the puzzle, this is the important piece, is uh, the, the important piece is the blueprints, a mindset lifestyle eating blueprint it's fill in the blank so you customize it to you what a concept and so now you have this roadmap that you follow to get to your goal weight but more importantly to live the rest of your life at your goal weight and these these blueprints you can tweak and optimize them because things change can you imagine you get better at things and so you add to things you tweak things you optimize things but that's what makes it exciting i always tell people you know what's motivating to me i've been at the same way for 30 years so what motivates me what motivates me is is constant and never-ending improvement. I keep tweaking my lifestyle. I keep eating better. I keep feeling better. My weight stays the same, but I keep feeling better. I get healthier. I get happier. I, you know, everything gets better. So 
that's the plan I want you on. Again, what I'm talking about is the path of weight mastery forever. Because how long you want to keep the weight off for? Forever, right? So you need a forever plan. A diet's not a forever plan. A diet's a plan to get you to your goal weight. And then you're on your own. And what happens when you're on your own with it? You know? Yeah, Unicity is a supplement based. Unicity is a clown show. It's a clown show. There's no, I'm not, I'm not against supplements in, in their entirety. I don't know enough about that. But I promise you, no supplement's going to be a magic solution. You know, it's, they're bullshit. I would save your money and get to program yourself, then, of course, but that's me. Yes, but only works until you use. As soon as you stop taking all the way, it comes back. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Hi, Jim. The dopamine strategy works for me. That's awesome, Astrid. Yeah, of course it works for you. <laughs> Folks, what's driving your eating behavior is your dopamine. It's a dopamine, right? You fucking know what you should and shouldn't eat. You know you shouldn't eat the pizza or the chips or the ice cream. You know that, right? So why do you eat it? Because in the moment, all of a sudden you feel like, well, if I eat it, I'll feel happy. If I don't eat it, I'm going to feel deprived and sad. It's, it's not rocket science. It's simple, right? That thing that makes you feel happy and excited or sad and deprived is dopamine. You either feel more dopamine, ooh, or you feel less dopamine, oh. <laughs> so it's like it's simple. You're not using dopamine. Manip I, again, I don't get all fancy, but I, I call it hypnotic dopamine manipulation. We're manipulating the dopamine strategically because this is driving all of your behaviors and you got no sense of it. So what are you doing? You're trying to crash your dopamine and all of a sudden have this shitty plan. I'm never going to feel dopamine again because I'm never going to eat sugar again. I'm never going to eat carbs again. I can't eat for 20 hours. I'm never going to eat, you know, a cookie or a cake. I'm going to go to birthday parties and be a dipshit, never eating any pizza with anyone else. It's like, that sucks. And so your dopamine crashes. And what happens is you say, meh, fuck the weight. Who cares? You know what? Weight's not everything. I don't want to be miserable and, and be, and that's why everyone starts thinking. I can either be, because, and it's such a weird, talk about a weird mixture. Like you, you, you think about losing weight all the time, but really subconsciously you associate weight loss with pain. Think about that. That's why you're not starting a plan. You associate losing weight with pain, failure, miserable, deprivation, struggle, hard, sucks, don't want to do it. Right? And then you associate with all the food, pleasure. It's not rocket science, but you're never even going on this level to fix it. You know, I got a bunch of stuff. I'm going to get through these questions quick here gonna get going what does a normal weekday clean eating look like food wise now it's different for each person so i'm not even going to tell you what mine is right now because that's the 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 bait of my existence is is people looking at diets of other people's who gives a shit what i eat right it's up to you to figure out what works for you but i'll give you some criteria is that you want it to be within your your nutrient calorie ranges that are going to get you the goals you want um you want it to be simple and easy to make very important and you want it to be at least somewhat enjoyable you don't you don't want to hate it okay so it's got to be something at least you're neutral to to like it okay and then you figure out what's easy for me to make what i kind of enjoy it and what gets me the physical results i'm looking for right so that's how i'd go about it um but i will tell you it's 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 it is low there's not much refined carbs there's no there's very little sugar you know in it it's very whole plant-based diet I'll, I'll leave you with that one for now um, they claim it's based on fiber, contains soluble and soluble fiber. Yeah, that, that Unicity's bullshit. Don't take supplemental fiber, folks. Eat your fiber and vegetables and fruit and greens and beans, okay? Um, Katrina says you're so right. I really am right. <laughs> is it true that insulin resistance is the main reason to cause weight gain and diabetes, et cetera? Well, it's the main reason to cause diabetes. It's not the main reason to cause weight gain. Um, I, you can have insulin resistance and still lose weight. 
okay? It may be a little bit slower, but everyone loses weight at different rates anyways, okay? Listen to me about this one, if you get nothing else. Your weight loss in a short-term time frame is very inconsistent and unpredictable. So if the only thing you're looking at to keep yourself motivated is your weight loss in the first week, two weeks, month, two months, good luck, good luck, because I guarantee you there's gonna be a week where you don't lose any weight, you put a pound on, you don't lose enough. And you're gonna you're gonna be frustrated. You're not gonna stay motivated if you just look at the scale. So it's not true. Insulin resistance, you can still lose weight. It may slow it down a little bit, but you'll still lose weight. And who gives a shit if it's slow if it's for good? Okay. But it does, that's what exactly what leads to diabetes. How do I deal with hunger on a diet? Great question. That's a great question. You manage it. So I like to use the hunger scale: zero to ten. Zero is absolutely starving. Ten is absolutely stuffed. You want to get yourself probably to a three, four, somewhere in that range. So you feel a slight bit of hunger. You got to feel a little bit hunger to lose weight. That's the feeling of weight loss, okay? But you can't be starving. You get starving, you lose control, okay? So we need to find that sweet spot where you're satisfied, you feel a little bit hungry, but you're able to stay in control of your eating. And that, that's a big part of what we work on in the program. Hello, stop fat shaming people. Hello, are you pushing bad food diets? Stop it. You are naughty. <laughs> Uh, all right, we wrote that in three times. Fat and happy here. Great. Fat is cuddly. Have you been overweight? Yes, I was 50 pounds heavier. Skinny is sad. Program the debt. Um, I'm clearly not fat shaming anyone. Everyone knows this. Um, I help people that want to lose weight um, lose weight. And listen, if you want to lose weight, there's nothing wrong with that, folks. Love your body now. Okay, but if you want to lose weight because you believe it's going to make you healthier and happier and give you a longer life and a higher quality of life, great. You need to do it. You know, you got to find your own motivation. Um, your weight is is absolutely correlated with your lifespan. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, um, you know, again, I, I'm all for body positivity. I love the part where there's no shame. I don't like the part where being obese is is healthy. The the numbers do not say that. So I'm not going to sit here and uh, that's not true. That part. Okay. Um, but if you, I, I always say this too, your goal weight ought to be the weight that gives you the best quality of life. So I'm very specific about that. Um, because I don't think you should just go by a BMI chart. You know, I, I think that's not a bad reference point, but I think ultimately you get to choose what weight you want to be. Choose the weight that gives you the best quality of life. Okay. But in order to figure that out, we got to figure out what weight you want to be, how you want to look, the number you want on a scale and how you've got to live and eat in order to achieve that. Okay. So we need to take both those into account. We got to find that sweet spot. All right. But yeah, it's up to everyone to figure out what weight they want to be. Sophia says, thank you. Your podcast has helped me so much. I'll be purchasing your plan. Awesome, Sophia. I can't wait to see you in the program. I really look forward to it. Um, <clears throat> being called naughty. SJ. I like this stuff. I love, I always look at trolls get in here and just like, just say the same dumb shit. So I need to go do, so I need to do law of assumption attraction for weight loss. Got it. Feel and imagine being 135. Yeah, I think that's a first step. Um, I don't think it's enough. Okay, that's the key thing. I will say this because when I talk about the program yourself, then technique, the self hypnosis technique I'm talking about, it does the redo rehearsal technique, and they're both important. And out of the two, the redo technique, in my opinion, is more important. And what I mean by that is that the rehearsal technique is kind of like you imagining yourself the way you want to be tomorrow at the body you want to be, the way look where you want to look, all the rest of it. Come on. <clears throat> um, but the redo technique is the most important technique out of the whole thing because this allows you to go back in time and knowing what you know now and imagine yourself being the person you want to be. 
in that context, in that scenario. And so we're using the law of attraction. I think the law of attraction is too big. I think the idea of just imagine yourself the way you want to be is fine. It's nice. It's motivating. There's a place for that. But I think ultimately what's going to get you the results or not get you the results is your ability to do the small things that get you those results. The ability to eat the right breakfast, to eat the right lunch, to eat the right dinner, to eat the right way time after time. And the law of attraction is like, oh, just imagine yourself being thin and healthy. I don't think so. You've got to imagine being that thin and healthy person when you're eating your breakfast, when you go out to lunch, when you go to your restaurant. That's what's more specific. So there's more to it than that. Um, <laughs> Shut up, no lunch here. <sighs> How can I get your plan? Um, there's two ways. I would suggest go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, listen to it. But watch the training to make sure it's the right plan for you, okay? Um, you can always go to programyourselfthin.com too, and you can go and order the program right now. But I would suggest watching this. But if you're a person who knows me, you know, trusts me, believes me, go get the plan. We got a call, we got a coaching call tomorrow. Get on here now. Nothing like a coaching call on Halloween. Because again, I, I'll be eating candy tomorrow. I'll be eating pizza tomorrow night. I'm gonna make pizzas. So again, I, I go off my normal Tuesday script. Tuesday's usually a clean day. But I got the flexibility, folks. I'm reading a book now, and this is an enlightening one, that um, it's, uh, it's called Flexible Dieting, right? And so that's a truth of, of the, the world here. The more strict you are with your eating plan, the less likely you'll be able to maintain it. And that's a fact of a fact, okay? So again, what I'm talking about is flexible, um, practical, real plans. Master um, says, <laughs> don't talk to me like that. All right. Uh, that's so funny. Motivate this food. Whoops. Look at that. One and only. That's a good, that's a good response. I like letting people write this stuff too because I like, I like seeing what people write. Um, uh, it's true. But everyone can be whatever weight they want to be. You know, we all know that. I agree with you on that sentence, SJ. <laughs> if you lose too much weight, you get beady eyes. I probably have beady eyes, but that's my Greekness. Um, my program, there's two versions of the program. There's It's one um, with coaching, which again, I really recommend if you can get it, but that's a thousand. And um, there's the one without coaching, which is 300. And you can do payments on that one as well. Um, <laughs> creepy beady eyes. Uh, the program's a thousand right now. So that's what I'm saying. It's going to be, it's going to go up to the, the higher price. That's a special offer right now. And uh, it's really just coming to market. I know I've been saying this for a little while, but I really have been kind of lagging on that, but I'm starting to market. So it's like, as soon as I start going marketing and get more people in, it'll be $2,000. So I'm just letting you know that. Um, and I, I want, I want y'all to get in now before the new year, change it up. Like get on a weight loss plan during the holidays. I know that sounds like terrifying, but I promise you, because again, program yourself thin is not all or nothing, right? So a program during the holidays, oh my God. Well, yeah, because that's a mis, right? Because what, you can't eat any carbs, can't eat anything, can't eat any sugar, that sucks. But if you're all or something and you go through the holidays all or something, you'll probably lose a couple pounds, but then you've got a approach. See, like it can't just be about the weight loss. What if you go through the holidays in the, and you get more enjoyment out of the holidays than you've gotten in decades, because you actually ate different foods and you enjoyed yourself, but you ate them moderately. You know what I mean? So it's not just about the number on the scale, it's about the process you use to create it. And so what if you found a way where you could eat foods, sugar, carbs, holiday foods in a moderate way? And so what if the weight loss wasn't dramatic, but you found, holy shit, and then you go into January and now you can kick it into a higher another gear. You know, that's what I'm saying. Um, 
but I don't have any job right now. Yeah, that's a tough one. But I do lots of free stuff anyways. Just listen to my podcast. Um, make sure you get on my list because I got some new stuff coming, some specific to the holiday stuff. Um, and that's really key. Okay. Um. <laughs> healthy lifestyle like that. Those are those tips that I'm skinny and uh, healthy. My eyes are beautiful and rejuvenated. Um, you're going to get the program, SJ? That's <laughs> not really a program for you because you're already happy with where you're at, which I'm happy for you, by the way. So again, I, I want to make this crystal clear. Um, and you already know this, but I want to make it clear to everyone that I don't, I don't give a shit what anyone waves. You know what I mean? Like, like I care what I weigh and I want people to, uh, I want people to, I want them to be happy and feel a sense of control over this area of your life, you know? Um, so that if you want to lose the weight in a way that works for you, you know, that's kind of the key thing. But, uh, <laughs> SJ, you're funny. Uh, I have no control. That's all right. I appreciate it. You make it interesting. I do these every day. So I like, um, I like, I like when people get on there and say all this stuff. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. Well, yes, Jay, you keep listening to me too for free. I, I do free stuff all the time. So again, everyone, I got to get out of here. But go go to my bio and get that hypnosis session. Get on my list. Watch the training I give you. I got new cool stuff coming out on top of it. All right. Um, do you care that communists are stealing your data? All right. That's out of left field. I wasn't expecting that question. <laughs> uh, what if I advertise for you? Um uh what if i advertise for you what's that mean like you'll do you'll do good and then uh let me know right shoot me a message I, i'm not sure what advertise for you means but shoot me a message uh yeah if you got something of value to offer do it again i, I do this program i mean listen the, the 300 dollars one you can split into payments i i know you know most people can get can, can work that one out you know and so i feel good because I've, I've talked about this a lot you know i want to price things in a way that's reasonable for people um, again, my time's my time. So it's like, that just has a premium price to it. What do you want? There's not too many people like me rolling around. So if you get to work for me, work with me for eight weeks, uh, twice a week, a thousand dollars is literal pain. I mean, it's 20, uh, anyways, but, um, but yeah, but if you, if you got some ideas, shoot me a message. I'm, I'm flexible, always open to different things. So whatever advertising you're talking about, I'll be curious about that. Um, let me know what you do. Um, I also want for free. Yeah. <laughs> We always want everything for free. But um, again, listen, hey, I'll tell you this though. I get people all the time um, that just listen to the podcast, watch the videos, you know, get my emails um, that are that are doing great. Okay, so listen, I'm here to help you, right? The, the program is just another level, uh, you know, of things. But if you listen to me every day, I, I'm telling you all the stuff, you know, the other program is just, it's a commitment. You know, when you make a commitment and commit at a higher level, you'll probably get better results because you value it more, you know? you <laughs> might have to be greek um yeah my eyes are, my eyes are just gonna get beadier too i realize that because i've seen my grandfather i got his his eyes so um they are what they are but uh what do you want <laughs> all right everyone thanks so much i appreciate all of you even usj oh thank you thank you one and only i appreciate that all right i went to 90 minutes i want to get to 90 minutes sometimes i think uh tiktok likes that so we got there but all right everyone listen you can get on my list i've said that a million times um get the program if you want to start it we'll be talking tomorrow and then uh <laughs> thanks katrina um and then uh listen to the podcast okay the podcast is on all the main things and uh whatever podcast platform you may listen to um and we're on youtube but the youtube channel is jim Katsoulis. I might be switching that over to program yourself then. But right now it's Jim Katsoulis. 
And there's a bunch of hypnosis sessions, things, all the rest of it. So um, go check it out. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. Have a great day. And we'll talk soon. Bye.